0: Okay, here we go. It's another episode of Better. I am Doctor John Duffy, and with me is the effervescent Julie Duffy. What's up, honey?
1: Effervescent again.
0: <laughs> oh, what do you want? Do you want something else? No, that'll that'll do. I'll take an adjective. Um, uh, dazzling. Dazzling again. <laughs> <laughs> um, big week coming up. Yeah. Right. Because next weekend. weekend. Big weekend. Because this coming weekend, if you are listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or even Saturday, is the Zen Parenting Conference the greatest weekend of the year.
1: Yeah, so our really good friends, Todd and Kathy Adams, put on this amazing conference. You still have time to attend.
0: If so you're sorry. in and around Chicago, it's at the Yorktown. It's the
1: Weston Lombard Yorktown Center, okay? So check this out. It's this amazing Zen Parenting Conference. Get your wait, wait, and, on. and
0: if you're coming in from out of town, this is five miles from O'Hare, maybe. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's pretty close. Okay, maybe less, as the crow flies. So, but don't take a crow. Take you an Uber or a taxi.
1: It's parenting centric, but it is really about being your best self, about being connected, about you know, living your best life. And this year.
0: Yeah. Is there anything special in our little this year?
1: backyard? The speakers on Saturday morning at nine 30 are Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach.
0: Okay. Boop, boop, Sit down. First of all, let's just revel in that for a second. We are going to see Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach, and you guys should come and see Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach this Saturday. There's no doubt about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, no small thing. John Friday night is on a panel where they're talking about what is
0: it? Equality in marriage mm, and da, it's a secret. We're just talking <laughs> about stuff, about it's parenting a, and whatnot. They're giving their thoughts, and it's a QA. I think your point is that Glennon, Abby and I will all be speaking at the same conference. Because totally broadly point. speaking, what you're trying to say is that, you know, we're kind of very, very close friends, the three of us.
1: Yeah. Yes. And <laughs> seriously, y'all, it's this intimate. Um, little nugget of an amazing event that you wouldn't – you won't believe you're in this room um, privy to all these amazing speakers and this vibe. Uh, The the
0: vibe is – just to pause on that for a second um, because – I've been to a thousand conferences and conferences, the word conference makes me want to go to sleep. You know, I can't stand conference rooms. I can't stand the vibe of most conferences. Usually it's very PowerPointy and informationy. And this is um, the warmest, most, I'm going to make 300 new friends today. And it
1: gives you such new inspiration and insight And it's a blast.
0: You will laugh heartily, and I assure you that you will ugly cry like you won't any other time during the year in the best possible way, openly, openly and happily. Okay, so i the only time I've ugly cried was- Honey, you couldn't ugly cry if you wanted to. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Was last year, we're sitting again in this ballroom, for lack of a better word, at- uh, the Weston Yorktown Center and Milk, International Superstar.
0: M I L C K.
1: M I L C K, uh, just Google her. She comes up on stage and tells her story and sings some songs. And that was unbelievable that we that she was singing for us. The, you know, I don't know how many people were there. A couple hundred. A couple hundred.
0: It was astounding. So it she was has Springsteen a song, on Broadway. Uh, yeah, go.
1: called I Can't Keep Quiet that was basically the theme for the Women's March, um, and that's how she got discovered. Uh,
0: yes. so Her story
1: is way, way bigger than that, but um, she sang for us, and this year, Abby and Glennon— are gonna, I'm sure, yeah, are, are gonna be there
0: and you should attend. And there's some other parenting experts um, who I have enormous respect for who will also be presenting. So um, if you want to also just gain really, really good parenting information and learn to be the best parent you can be, um, absolutely attend this thing. I cannot imagine and and I mean this sincerely. I cannot imagine regretting it. They but you can really go to advice.
1: zenparentingradio.com and on my iPhone you scroll to the bottom and you'll see the conference information. Tickets are still available and seriously, you want to go. Yeah.
0: You want to go. And uh, and come find us. Yeah. Come find us and um and uh what we'll give you a hug?
1: Totally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we will we'll give you a hug. Yeah. For sure. So Today, we thought so. One, oh, wait, there's something else I want to talk about. Oh, yeah, go ahead.
1: Uh, no, I just there's something I did yesterday and the day before that I'm so excited about. I know it's going to completely change everything about me <laughs> in a good way. Uh, my friend Charlene, who is also a massage therapist and um, a guru and an energy worker. But she, anyway, she bought this table. She went, was out in California where her daughter lives, works in the music industry. And she bought so, this amazing table. So anyhow, so like Jay-Z and whatnot. So like she whatnot. Knows the weekend. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Google it. It's true. But, uh,
1: anyway, we're being goofy. But she has this table she brought back that... Um, you lay on it and you put these noise-canceling headphones on and it plays music for different things and the table vibrates. So the music... Different maladies, different uh, issues. Yeah, yeah, the vibration of the music just goes through your body. So I did Transformation and Abundance was the first one I tried. And I want to tell you that it was 10 minutes. Now, I had just gotten a massage from her. Um, I was feeling fabulous but after this experience I i mean I think I felt like my eyes were bugging out of my head in like the best way in the most energetic way
0: it seems like felt that's like happening a, now I felt
1: like a different person than I was in the morning 100% again in the best way and then uh, the yesterday I did um, like cellular transformation I think it was something like that that was a little bit longer but yeah, I'm I'm going to do a scientific experiment and do it many days in a row, um, and I'll let you know how it goes. But I'm excited. So you lay down on the thing.
0: You you put noise canceling headphones on and play some music. The bed shakes. The bed thing, the thing you're laying on, shakes to the music. So your body's vibrating with the music. Vibrates to the music. So
1: it it it's so vi- you know vibrationally. You're being you're healed. You're being healed and transformed and changed.
0: Did you say there was a biofeedback element to this?
1: Shar uh, was like I said was in California. Met the people who designed this bed. Ended up staying for a week and doing this trade show with them. And she uh, she did biofeedback with people. They hooked them up to the machine before and after they did this treatment. Yeah. And there were major changes. And I don't know what the, all the data that you get from biofeedback, but it was good. <laughs> I'm a believer. So yeah, she has big plans for this. And, um, I'm, I will report back on how, how I'm changed cellularly and otherwise. I'm this really gonna excited. Be, actually. This is going to be
0: interesting. I am, um, as you might guess, I'm very reluctant to do this. It's it no, feels... why
1: actually people wouldn't guess that you would be reluctant to do that.
0: Oh, I'm. I, okay, I'm so stunned that you're reluctant. Let me let me just let you know. I'm reluctant to. I don't know if I want to be vibrated around. Um, I don't know about the. You know, just not. The, it's a very public situation. It sounds like it's so not. You're out in the hall.
1: No, you're not. <laughs> this is this is your. You know, no. This you know. Okay. Assumptions. We 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 talked a lot about. The assumptions we make always wrong, and that's one of them.
0: Okay, I'm <laughs> making the wrong assumption. This is true. All right, so so let's see what we're going to kind of gauge how your progress. But goes. y'all,
1: this is uh, this is coming big, this, and and I think she's planning on having, uh, you know, some kind of a place you can go and and get this done. Just get your vibe on,
0: like get your vibe 10, on. It's gonna be 10, a vibe party. You lay down a day, a 50 week, people laying down. Whatever, on a thing. I think
1: it's gonna really. I think it's going to be the answer.
0: Like a vibe mob. You could just have a vibe mob, 50 people later. No down. mobs. No mobs. That's my point. I think it's going to be
1: a private thing. It's a moment that you okay. take for yourself.
0: All right. Well, I, I wish you all the luck with it. And, um, you and, will be and, doing and, it. It, it. Should you change cel- cellularly, and I'm not sure how I'm <laughs> going to measure that, but I'm going to figure out a way. Um, I'm going to get younger and younger. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) All right, so what we thought we would uh, touch on today for a moment is probably the question I get asked by people more than any other question, and it's how do I know when I or my child or my husband or my wife or my family needs help? The number one answer, the easiest answer to that is every once in a while somebody will say... um, My daughter says she wants to talk to a therapist. Uh, She seems okay to me. Do you think this is a good idea? If your child asks to talk to a therapist, the answer is always yes.
1: One hundred (laughs) percent.
0: Because so many kids are resistant. Understandably, it is not, you know, for a lot of kids, this is not the fun thing to do, right? Um, So there is a reason. If you have a child who is asking to talk to somebody. And even if they're not telling you why, trust that there is a reason why. That's not coming out of the ether. And more and more kids, I'm finding in the last few years are asking to talk to therapists and some of the, and their parents will sometimes say, You seem to be fine, you know, like you know, if, if there's something wrong sometime, uh, if you get depressed or you know, we get over stressed, maybe we'll consider that. But trust me, if your child wants to talk to a therapist, the answer is yes, find a therapist and um absolutely bring them in because there is a reason that he or she wants to do that.
1: Yeah. And it is I think I know that the stigma has worn off a lot, but for kids for sure. There are still people that are reluctant to use that tool and you know that is exactly what it is. It's an amazing tool that anyone would benefit. Yeah you know whether it's therapy or coaching to talk to someone to go in to a space and talk to someone who's objective and who's trained and just get your thoughts clear figure out what it is you're thinking a lot of people just don't have the opportunity or the space to do that so that you can have a better self understanding that that gets you where you need to go and that always is um you know that's always transformational.
0: The beauty of I think the work that I do and the work that you do. So whether it's therapy or whether it's coaching, um, people like to highlight in these fields the the stark differences between these two things. But the, the differences aren't that profound because in the end, it's really just giving yourself that hour of consideration. Yeah, and think about how think about how rarely. You do that. If you, if you never ever are sitting across from somebody, and considering yourself and hearing your own voice tell your story, the the, the beauty of what I do, you you've experienced this too, Julie, is you the, the privilege of being in the chair, is that you are witness to that story being told out loud in all likelihood for the first time ever. And so you are the first reaction to it. And I don't know, I've been doing this a long time. I don't remember the story that was like, oh, that's really not that interesting. Right. <laughs> not much has happened there. Or you're right. You don't bring much to the table. You know what I mean? Right. Like once, once the story comes to light, and you can see... You don't need the reaction necessarily, but the reaction of the person, the the objective witness helps, but and mirrors probably what you're feeling. But sometimes when you hear yourself tell your story, you realize the marvel that you are. You realize, like, wow, I've been through some shit here. Well, and- also
1: you you you're sometimes when you talk about how you see something or what you think about something, you're. You, It's the first time you're getting
0: clarity on that in that way. Yeah, because sometimes you don't gain clarity unless you say it out loud. Yeah. And you think, oh, I know how this goes. I know how I feel about my mom. You know what I mean? Because it's in my head. I know. And then once you start talking it through out loud and somebody might ask kind of just an honest question or two about it, you're like, ooh, I hadn't thought of that. I hadn't thought of that contributing to this. You know what I mean? And the pieces start falling into place and you start to make sense of your life and you're a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, that, that that's the other question that I get asked is, you know, like, you know, well, do I should I seek a therapy or a coach? I want to make this change in my life or whatever. Um, and, you know, my answer is, Oftentimes, if I'm being really honest, is yes, you know, right, right, either, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know I, I, if you are suffering, or you or your, or your child is suffering profound, diagnosable anxiety or depression or post-traumatic reactions, then then you're probably looking at a therapist. But barring that, if you're looking toward where you're headed, and you're or or where you've been and you're not you're not comfortable or happy with the results so far, then either can help you, you know what I mean, and should be able to help you. The key to me is finding the right person, finding a person you like and you yeah, trust totally. and an atmosphere that you like and trust. And and um, uh, so that the, the goodness of fit to me matters way more. Every once in a while, somebody will call and say like, oh, I am working with this person but she's a licensed social worker. You've got a doctorate. Should I be talking to somebody who has a doctorate instead? And I'm usually my point is usually, if you like who you're working with and they have the right experience, you're in the right place. Yeah. You know, um, that, it doesn't make that big a difference. Yeah. No. Dr. I. Doctor John Duffy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, what I want my office to be and i think that it is is a place it's very serene a place for people to come take the time for themselves to clear their th- head gather their thoughts you figure out what they're thinking what they're feeling you know what their life looks like and what they want to be thinking and what they want to be feeling and what they want their life to look like and you know and make those changes yeah um and yeah just taking that time for yourself and talking to someone is huge
0: yeah you know and I have to echo that you know you and I talked a lot over the years we've always talked about the nature of our work and and um though we carry different titles on business cards allegedly it's virtually the same you know right because I would argue that I try to do the same thing to create space to do the same right you know how have you thought how have where have you gone how do you want to think? How do you want to feel? What do you want to do? And where do you want to go? And and um, and if you can help somebody accomplish that, you know, um, it doesn't matter whether you're a coach or whether you're a therapist or, you know. Well,
1: and I've learned a ton from you, a ton from you. Um, but you you also have a very, you've incorporated coaching into your therapy. And all that means is, you know, it when you go through coaching training, or actually the way they say it is therapy deals with your past, right? You know, w- w- go back, let, let's look, let's figure it out. And th- coaching helps you go forward. Well, a good therapist would never just say in the past. Um, and, and a good coach has to look back too, but they both, you know, if they're good, will get you moving forward Yeah, in a positive way.
0: And and I would argue that um, I've learned a lot from you over the years too. And and maybe this is something we developed together. But when I watch you with people, outside of the room, there is this absolute positive regard. I don't know a different way to say that. Um, no, the best way to say it is the way you always say it. You light up for people, and um, and that is. The bulk of the work, right, is is to be there and to um, light up for people so that they can find their light in a way, right? You know, it's like, I I see you. I see the good in you. And um, it, for parents out there, I think that's another thing you lo- you're looking for in a therapist or a coach. You're, you don't need a third parent in the mix. You want somebody who sees what's amazing in your child, yeah. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, we all need that. We all need um, people to light up for us. But, you know, you've talked about, uh, and it's a cue for us as parents, too, and us in all of our relationships. Um, I think it's even a video on your homepage of your website. People, you, you create space and I create space for people to tell their story People can typically figure out their own solutions. You know, even you know, you say, I don't tell people, you know, that I don't tell people what to do. That's not what happens here. You know, parents sometimes bring their kids in, tell the tell my kid, fix my kid. I Jiffy loop therapy. Yeah. I listen to them, I listen to their stories, I hold space. They know the answers. Yeah. You know, and and so that can happen in a therapy room in a coaching space, and it can happen in a parenting relationship too. Uh, you know, and I think you even say that put me out of business. You know, just if you can, and sometimes it's too hard, and, you know, an objective person just to have the clear space to speak freely is, is very important sometimes. But we can also in our relationships, you know, just to try to be a little bit better listeners and try to pull our fear and our judgment and our ego back and let people talk and let people work things out and trust that they can find their way.
0: And to your point, I think as parents, maybe as partners, um, to learn a little bit about what it means to be a coach or a therapist is not useless. That um, There is some utility to being a really good present listener with, you know, uh, who, who's calm and patient. You can't be objective, but you can recognize when what you're doing isn't working. And if you feel like "Mm, I'm trying a lot of different things and I'm hitting a wall, this is another indication that you might want to consult an expert. The other, the party line is if, um, if functioning is disrupted enough, that you're not doing well, doing poorly in school, not connected socially, not connected at work, whatever. That's a good metric. But I think another good metric is if you're just not happy. If you know if if you're just not happy and you can't quite pinpoint why, go to talk to somebody. The thing I would add to to all of this is <laughs> I had a client who um Was talking about marriage. I I, I promise you I'll tie this together, but this has reminded me of it. Um, Talking about marriage and sex in marriage. And um, she was talking to her mother who was giving her advice about sex in her marriage. And, And her mother said, well, honey, if you give it a moment's thought, it's hardly ever a bad idea. <laughs> Which, if you oh, think oh. about it, <laughs> is not the worst advice and something we should really think about. <laughs> okay. But when it comes to therapy or coaching, it's hardly ever a bad idea. In other words, if you think it might be useful, if you think, ah, I, I, I feel a little out of sorts and I'd like somebody to talk to, or if you feel like it's been a few years and I haven't really talked to anybody and, you know, I wanna, Re, kind of reinvigorate my direction, then go to talk to somebody. You yeah. know what I mean? Like take the taboo out and make it a practice. If it were up to me, we would. There, this would be a class. You know, therapy would effectively be a class in middle schools and high schools. Right. Self care, and, um, and 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 therapeutic tools would be part of the curriculum. That's how important I think this stuff is in life, especially now. So, it's hardly ever a bad idea.
1: Yeah, if you don't talk about. What's going on in your head? If you know, it's hard to. You might never, might never know.
0: Yeah, right. No, that's true, right? And I think a lot of people go through life never knowing, never really understanding themselves very well. And the gift of therapy or coaching or just having that objective ear is, you get the opportunity to know and to hear your own voice. And there's nothing more valuable. Yeah.
1: So this is an example that just kind of pairs it all down. Um, the first therapist I went to didn't say a word. Now, it worked for me because I talked and talked and talked. But the point is, in that space, that I did that. I talked and talked and told my story until I heard it. Right. And I learned so much and figured so much out about my you know, origin, my, my relationships, how I got where I was. I knew I didn't want to be where I was. Yeah um
0: and you figure that out really on your out, own just with the mirror of that other person yeah, in the room. Yeah. So
1: that's an example that of uh, that just shows the value of being of of talking, of being somewhere a safe space where you can talk, talk, talk. You'll hear, you'll hear it then and learn it. Yeah. You know, and um and that's invaluable.
0: Yeah. Um, one other objection that I hear sometimes um, is, while therapy is really expensive, you know, um, but if you or somebody you love is struggling, there is nothing more important. This is why I want this to be part of a curriculum. I don't know if I'm going to be able to stop talking about that now. Now that that's in my head, but um, if you're not emotionally well, it doesn't matter where else you spend your money. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter, you know, like if it's a, if you, if you have to wait to buy a dishwasher, if you have to dip into the college fund, I, I think it's worth that. You know what I mean? Because if your child's not well, or if you're not well, then your family's not well. And, um, and that, that has tentacles that goes places you can't even imagine. And you can correct all that by just that moment that, that those hours Of self-care once a week.
1: Yeah, and I think also um, maybe some parents don't want to, or people, not just parents, parents or for people for themselves, they feel like if they do that, it's taking it to some level they don't want to take it. But again, even if you just feel stuck or a little blue, it's not about you know, it's not about being mentally ill always. It's, it's about, uh, it's a tool for living your best life.
0: Right, right. Um, and, and one final note, uh, yes, I agree completely. One final note for parents. A, a lot of times I'll get this uh, second call from parents. So the first call is, um, what's going on? Yes, let's definitely set up a time and let's see what's going on here. Okay. The second call is, hey, how do, how do I get them there? They're, they're, yeah, How do I get them in the room? They're not going to want to come. And um, I, my bias would be not to make that assumption. You know, I can tell you that I have worked with 17-year-old boys recently whose friends have dropped them off in front of this building. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, oh, dudes, I got to go to therapy. Then we can go out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so just drop me off and just hang out in Lagrange for an hour and I'll be done, you know. Um, or come up and meet my therapist, which has happened more than once too. Um, so you probably carry more of a stigma around this than your child does if it's a, if it's about your kids so don't stigmatize it for them don't make it don't make it big and dramatic just make it hey we're going to go talk to somebody because i don't think you're really happy with exactly where you are and normalize it truth is they've got friends in therapy. They've got friends who got coaches for all sorts of different things in their lives. So normalize this stuff. Let this be part of their lives. In all likelihood, you can feel that's a direction we're going and that's a good direction, right? Because it's a stressful world. And so we're all going to need this as a tool. I think all of us, literally all of us. Yeah.
1: It's, it's never a bad idea.
0: It's never a bad idea. And right? probably
1: you know, I was just thinking, men probably have the most difficulty with it. Is that fair? Yes. The most difficulty um taking advantage of it? I should be it able even, to figure out this, yeah. I,
0: I should be able to figure out what's wrong with me on my own. Um there's something this is a sign of weakness somehow. Um, that I have to go and sit across from this person and talk about my problems. I can't believe it. My father never had to do yeah. this, you know? Truth is, your father probably did have to do it, never did it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but um, for you guys out there, you men, my age and and, uh, and and around my age, listen, give this gift to yourself and to your family that you know, like you're worth knowing too, and that that whole side of you that you're ignoring, that's the good stuff, man. <laughs> like that, all that, all those emotions that you might be locking down. You want to tap those. You want to know that part of yourself. That's a, There's really, really good stuff locked in there. You know what I mean? And there might be some things that are joyful and there might be some things that are sorrowful. And it's all worth picking up on.
1: Right. Well, and speaking of being locked, like once you explore that and understand that, just that's how much more free you are.
0: <laughs> exactly. You know, I mean, seriously. Yeah. So, you know, um, we, we could talk about this for hours, but really what you ought to do is come and find us after Glennon and Abby and and Julie and I take our, our glam photos at the Zen Parenting Conference this weekend in Lombard, <laughs> Illinois, um, and then we'll talk more about this. Is that fair? Sure. Yeah. And we always are open to your ideas or suggestions about what we ought to talk about here. And you can reach us at John G. Duffy at DrJohnDuffy.com. Yep. All right. Um, So this is better. Love you, honey. Love you, honey. See you at the conference. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bye, guys. Have a great week.